This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. We're celebrating. Yeah, celebrating what? It's that time of year again. <laughs> it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. What are you getting this year? Presents, 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 presents. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Happy whatever it is you celebrate this time of year. Showtime. Mmm, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is you celebrate. Uh, some of us today... Maybe celebrating the fact that we are a lot richer this morning. Somebody win Powerball? No. Stock market hit an all-time oh. high yesterday. That's right. Might be the day to check your 401k. It might not any longer be a 40k. <laughs> Stock market blew past 37,000 wow. yesterday. As a matter of fact, it's up to 37. 578 right now. Had it hit 36 before? Yeah. Okay. 37 is what we hadn't hit before. All right. Um, it's up 90 points in futures. The stock market yesterday, Dow was up over 500 points. Wow, that's pretty good. And that came not after Jerome Powell announced that uh, interest rates would not be raised in his uh, latest announcement. And of course, that's kind of what stock market was already baking into the sauce. Um, And once again, it's not what he says in his prepared statements. You watch afterwards in his press conference and what he says and how he looks. And uh, apparently he didn't frown yesterday. He he had a smile. And I mean, it could have been indigestion, but, you know, let's hope it was good news. he, He also said that it looks like that they will be possibly pausing Interest rate hikes, and there could be the possibility of maybe as many as three (laughs) times in 2024 that they will reduce the prime rate. Wow. And that's what the stock, that's when things took off in the stock market yesterday. If I didn't know better, they, I think they were kind. I don't know if they were just kind or, uh, you know, it it could be that it's that time of year that he, you know, is in a good mood because he's celebrating, as you just heard, whatever holiday it is that he celebrates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't hey, want to say he celebrates so Christmas are we. Or, or Kwanzaa or <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, so stock market absolutely loved that. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates um, coming up here at about seven twenty as he delves more into uh, exactly what this means. But um, it was a great day for stocks across the board. All the uh, stock indexes were up. Over one percent as of yesterday. I I've haven't even looked at my four hundred one k this morning quite yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for a little while, and it's gonna be like Christmas. I'm gonna open it up as a oh look what I got, look what I got. Yes, don't don't wait uh, too long. It might drop. Yeah. Well, as of right now, it's looking pretty good again. Good. Um, and they, it, you know, it's interesting because you've heard Jeremiah Bates say, say it. You you've probably if you have. Uh, any type of financial advisor say it. It's something that I have learned through my years of investing that you cannot time the stock market. 
but yet people still try to do it. And if you were one of those people, as we were seeing stocks drop in October, which the stock indexes all went into correction territory because in October mm-hmm. they all dropped more than 10%, which once you drop 10%, that's considered official correction territory. So if you thought, oh, man, this is going to get worse, I've got to get out of this, and you took your losses in October and made them, instead of paper losses, real losses, because that's the only time that you know you have gains or losses is if you sell your stocks, then it becomes real. If you did that and didn't wait until literally November 1st, and we've talked about this, you and I have kept an eye on this, it was like somebody turned on a light switch mm-hmm. from October 31st to November 1st, and since November 1st, stocks have just been on fire. And if you had sold in October thinking things were going to get worse, trying to time the market, you'd have completely missed <laughs> out on um, these these gains that have been Why? 10, 15, 20% on certain uh, of the indexes. Why try to time the market when it's apparently much easier to just manipulate it yourself. (laughs) There is one, I I will say, all right, here's one caveat. I did time the market once. Mm -hmm. um, And it's the only time I've ever even tried to time the market, but I did time it and it worked. And that was back in 2008 when the housing market Mm -hmm. imploded and caused the stock market to be 50, 60% down in some instances. And my, even my wife will tell you that in January of 2008, I came to her and said, make as much money as you can right now. And I said, start saving it and putting it away because I go, this can't last any much longer. And she goes, why? I go, housing prices cannot keep going up. We all know what happened. Housing prices can't keep going up 30% per year indefinitely. Uh, I go, you've got so many people who don't even have jobs or saying they have jobs and make a million dollars just so that they can get a loan. You've got appraisers who are, instead of appraising the property, ask the bank, well, how much is the mortgage supposed to be for so that they can meet the, the appraisal can meet the mortgages? I said, this isn't going to last. And I go, and this is going to be bad when it blows up. And she will tell you, she goes, eight months, she can remember the day. Uh, and, and eight months later, um, I can't remember the exact day, but she said that yeah. it was like somebody turned off a spigot. Everything was going fabulously, and then all of a sudden, not a single house sold for the next two years. Like, she wow. she had no income for two years, and then you saw what it's, the stock market did. Is that why she calls you the big short? Because I always thought it was for some <laughs> other reason. Well, no. <laughs> I, I, it could be for another reason. But, yeah. but I mean, and, and to give an example, I, I literally sold about 75% of my stocks mm-hmm. um, during that time. Any stocks that I had invested, any stocks in my 401k, um, I sold out and put into safe cash. And thank God, while everybody else was losing 50, 60% of their money, mine was sitting there staying even, and then two years later, I started investing in. That's the only time I've been able to, and even tried to time the market. So um, it just gives you a, an example of why it is so difficult to do, and why even financial you know, experts don't even try to do it. A couple of other things that we'll talk about today. Um, breaking news. We had a whole bunch of breaking news yesterday, Chris, while you were you were gone. About, oh, what didn't it seem, Derek, way. like every... Yeah, every half hour or so, there was a new breaking news story that happened yesterday. By the way, uh, people are asking me about uh, In-N-Out. That's not where I was. (laughs) 
I was pretty much flat on my back yesterday. <laughs> See, we, we said it was back, and then somebody said, yeah, he's having problems because he's back of the line at in and out mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that was us. Yeah, uh, that, yeah it, he said. It, it couldn't have been worse. Said Nate had such a good time uh, in line getting his in and out that Chris decided to take the day off mm-hmm. to get in, in line. By the way, lines yesterday, from what I heard, were much better. Really? Yeah. Um, there were people saying that they only had to stay in line between a, an hour and an hour and a half instead of eight hours. <laughs> wow, that's much better. Now, also, if you were wondering whether or not Treasure Valley deserved an In-N-Out burger, this was the 400th store that, they was, that they've opened. Mm-hmm. They've had some massive openings. Uh, Aurora, Colorado, Utah, when they opened up, uh, what, a couple years ago. Boise or the Meridian in and out set mm-hmm. a all-time record for hamburger sales. Serious? Yeah. Over 9,700 hamburgers. It was the most hamburger sales in one day in the history of in and out And in and out has been around a long time. So apparently there was some pent-up, exa- uh, uh, pent-up <laughs> demand for in and out uh, other things we'll talk about, uh, some breaking news yesterday during our show. We've got more info on that. Hunter Biden um, ignoring a congressional subpoena to appear, but did make a statement at a press conference in front of the Capitol. Uh, there was one sentence, as I was listening to this yesterday, that really stood out as a little eye-opening. We'll talk about that. Plus, the bomb threat we told you about at Valley View uh, School District yesterday. Apparently a hoax, uh, another bomb threat uh, in Emmett. Also a hoax, and apparently numerous schools uh, this week have been reporting bomb threats from across the country, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, all this week. So might be uh, something of copycat cases going on at schools, but we'll give you updates on that, too. KBOI Newstime is 6.15. Chris is here. That means we have another update on Sports Your Way, brought to you by Pork Belly and CUNA. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow morning. Sweet deal. KBOI Sweet Deal. This is a sweet deal that will sell out quickly. Pork Belly and Cuna. $50 gift certificate will only cost you $25. Get it at 9 o'clock at KBOI.com. Boise State head football coach Spencer Danielson on Wednesday made his first official coaching hire for the 2024 season. He did so by announcing that offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Bush Hamden will not be leaving. Hamden was also named associate head coach. He signed a two-year contract worth $940,000. Hamden will make 460000 in 2024 and 480000 in 2025. Under Hamden, the Bronco offense scored at least 30 points in nine straight games this season. That was the second longest streak by any team in the country in 2023. The NFL announced Wednesday it will hold a regular season game for the first time in Sao Paulo, Brazil next season. The league says 38 million fans of American football makes Brazil an important market. In past years, the league has held regular season games in the United Kingdom and Germany. Tonight in the NFL, the team that originated in Los Angeles, then moved to San Diego, then moved back to Los Angeles, the Chargers will play the team that started out in Oakland, moved to Los Angeles, moved back to Oakland, then moved to Las Vegas, the Raiders. The game will be uh, televised on Amazon Prime, and that's sports.
Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Brenda, the scene here at Desert Springs Elementary in Caldwell. I mean, the parking lot is empty, and it's been like this for a while, about two hours now here at the Valley View School District. Now, we know that this is one of two school districts, as you said, here in the Gem State that are in our area that have uh, had evacuations today, the other district being Emmett. And take a look at some of this footage from earlier today. Now, in a message, the Valley View School District said that these threats were not credible. And in a message from the West Ada School District, uh, they said that law enforcement agencies across the state have been receiving these hoax bomb threats. Schools at both Valley View and Emmett were evacuated, and we heard that schools in Valleview were cleared out by about 10 o'clock this morning. Now, I just spoke with the Nampa Police Department, and they told me that they heard of these threats through the school. The threat was an email that had general information about some type of device that ultimately triggered these evacuations. Now, here in Valleview, Nampa PD and Caldwell PD responded and cleared out the schools pretty fast. We know that kids were back with their parents by about 10 o'clock this morning, and a similar process has been happening in the Emmett School District as well. And Brenda, we know that this isn't just happening in Idaho. Our sister station in Portland has reported that about 18 evacuations have happened across the state in Oregon as well today uh, from similar threats. You know, I, I'm not a parent of kids in school any longer, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, if I, yeah, I had put, a kid in that school district your, uh, and all of a sudden I get that phone call, that text, or see the Facebook post, I am just absolutely freaking out. Yeah, I would imagine so. You put in your time, though. I mean, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> you don't have to raise kids anymore if you don't want. No. Um, so I could imagine what parents, especially you know, parents caught, you know, they're already at work or what whatnot, and you get that, and it's like I've got to leave right now. I've got to go pick up my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, luckily it ended up being a hoax, and I hope they find whoever did the hoax. Now I wonder if it is copycat because. These keep getting reported all over the country, or just coincidence. People are just bored, or it, the fact that it, it it's happened so many times this week in different states: Oregon, Texas, Ohio, here in Idaho, lends me to believe that um, it, it, it sounds like you know one got started. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we can get a day off from school. Well, and type see, of, that's type of deal. That's always you know suspect, but uh, I just I don't know. I, I let me let me ask you this. I, I don't know if calling in bomb threats is is uh, technically a kind of of terrorism. I I would I would place it as that. I suppose so. You uh, know, as as a parent, you you feel terrorized. You know, in, in concern for your kids, right? Mm-hmm. So if they catch who did it, I mean, they could throw the book at them. Yeah. And a lot of times in cases like this, it's really hard. It, it's like people forget. Hey, there's cameras everywhere. People also forget there's ways, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. They, they haven't released how the bomb threat was put in, but if there was yeah, a phone call the, or the something first, like that. First, I think uh, the first thing that pops into your head when they say, well, the threat was sent by email. Well, you should email him back and tell him to report to the police station. <laughs> 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we got news coming up here next. Phone lines are open. Don't forget, if you want to get through, you can email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. You're encouraged to take part in the show. And text us. That text is going to come in handy. We have another pair of tickets we'll give away to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Stay tuned. We'll tell you how you can win that coming up. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
641 uh, yesterday, um, while you were out, Chris, uh, we talked about the COP28 summit on uh, what we're going to be doing to stop climate change, according to 200 nations. And uh, they made an agreement the last hour before they uh, were done with the uh, summit. They made an agreement to cut back on fossil fuels. No word on how they're going to do that. They've just agreed that they're they're going to cut back on fossil fossil fuels to become net neutral in the world by 2050. Um, and we talked about certain things on it and and how they're going to do it um, because one of the biggest fossil fuels, of course, being oil, was never mentioned mm. in the agreement. And seems odd. Not when you when you take into consideration where the summit was held. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what's their big export? Uh, uh, would be oil. It's so. not. It's not sand, even though it could be. <laughs> yeah. It's oil. Oh my goodness! So uh, we had lots of people calling in, lots of people um, emailing us uh, yesterday. Wanted to get to some of those. Um, we did find out, by the way, because we had had so many people saying, "Wait a minute!" You know, we're we're blasting some of these people for. Um, using fossil fuels to fly to this thing when they didn't have to. The uh, United States officially, Biden administration, <laughs> sent 12 different that, people. That always comes up, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. who all flew on different planes to right. uh, be there. Um, and then we we started getting people. Didn't Boise Mayor Laura McLean fly there? And well, we don't know if she flew there or not. She could have walked. Uh, <laughs> no, she flew there. And, well, I was going to say, you're giving her a little more credit than... Uh, <laughs> Um, I think most people do. And then just before the end of the show yesterday, in case you missed that, we got a call from somebody, Steve, in the uh, mayor's office that said that, yes, she did mm-hmm. fly to the uh, summit. I, I don't know why somebody too, from Boise, Idaho is going to be too far to swim uh, flying. I, I, I don't I don't know. Vince writes in, said our own mayor, Laura McLean, was at that conference. Why? All part of the new world movement to control everyone. That's why she's destroying Boise and her followers like that former BSU gymnastics coach is right behind her. That woman has a vacation home in Maui. But by gosh, anybody else gets frowned on if they travel. Well, we'll find out how much that frowning is going to be in the future, depending on um, what kind of teeth the agreement to cut back on fossil fuels not cut back, get rid of fossil fuels. Yeah. End fossil. I, I apologize. It's easy I said to get rid back, of them. Just get rid of fossil it's fuels. It's easy to get rid of them. Just keep using them till they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we could only have another two, three hundred years left. That. So often the simple solution will elude us. KVOI News Time is 6.45. Time for another check on what's going on with sports. Once again this morning, it's brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. They're going to be opening up in 15 minutes, not just for breakfast, but if you don't have time for breakfast, but you got to have your day started off with either uh, a coffee, hot coffee, cold coffee, iced coffee, whatever, or an energy drink, their drive through is also open the same time their restaurant is, but you don't have to even get out of your car. Stop on by on your way to work at Pork Belly and CUNA, coming up in 15 minutes. Boise State junior volleyball player Paige Barch has been honored by the American Volleyball Coaches Association as an honorable mention All-American. Barch is the fourth Bronco all-time to receive honorable mention recognition, joining Liz Harden and Sarah Baugh, who each earned the accolade once, and Sierra Nobly, who was All-America honorable mention three times. Previously, Barch was named the Mountain West Co-Player of the Year and named to the All-Mountain West team. In the NBA Wednesday, Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 64 points 
to lead the Bucks over the Pacers, 140 to 126. He then got into a skirmish with members of the Indiana organization because after scoring 64 points, Giannis wanted to keep the game ball, but someone from the Pacers had grabbed it for Indiana rookie forward Oscar Shibwa, who had scored his first career NBA basket during the game. That's sports. <laughs> Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. 656-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to uh, take part in the show this morning. Uh, David uh, calling from California, listening online this morning. Good morning, David. Hey, morning. Yeah, I, uh, I, you all are probably familiar with what's called line resistance. You know, how much energy it takes to push a thing a distance. So when you think about uh, the energy that it's uh, that it requires to dig up some oil or drill for some oil, push it uh, over to a refinery, then pack it into a truck and deliver it uh, maybe a thousand miles the other direction to uh, get to your gas station, and then uh, how much energy it takes, uh, uh, all of that. Uh, totals, and then trying to keep the price low, it's preposterous. But we're we're ending up with costs that aren't even uh, dealt with in terms of simply drilling, refining, and delivery. But, for example, over in Gaza, they discovered oil under there. That war is not going to stop until that oil is drilled. And all those people are dead because they're going to lose their mineral rights because they live on top of that oil. And when you think about the Iraq war, and that lasted for 20 years uh, just to keep oil cheap. And a third example I can think of, you're not too far from Yellowstone. And when you think about the coolant system to keep that volcano that's a volcano that's 35 miles across, and the coolant system underneath it is the water that's being drilled out and sold to somewhere else, and the coolant system is also the oil that's being drilled out over there. You're, what are you, a hundred, couple of hundred miles away from Yellowstone? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that thing... How, however, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we're almost up on, on time here, but I, I do have to point out that you're not allowed to drill for oil in Yellowstone. Well, they're fracking off the shore, off the you know within a hundred miles of Yellowstone. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was going to say because that's a that's a federal park, and you're, you're definitely not allowed to start drilling for oil willy nilly in federal parks. Uh, thank you for the call two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. It's going to come in handy for you. Another fifty dollar gift certificate to Lapeep coming up this morning with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Either Way Home Services Silverhawk Realty. Call two zero eight 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 forty one twenty eight for all your real estate needs today our question to start working on these two famous men worked together as defense attorneys in america's very first murder trial however four years later in a disagreement one of these men murdered the other and was charged with murder who were these two famous attorneys if you know stick around after eight o'clock you can win yeah. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. He was subpoenaed to appear for a deposition behind closed doors, but Hunter Biden says he'll only testify in public. I'm here. 
I'm ready. In the shadow of the Capitol Dome, the president's son told reporters Republicans have presented his father's love for him in a dark light. They have no shame. With the House now voting to formalize an impeachment inquiry, Hunter Biden insists Republicans will find no evidence his father was financially involved in his business. Because it did not happen. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, this was uh, breaking news, one of the breaking news stories. We had so much breaking news, like every half an hour something new was coming out yesterday. Uh, Hunter Biden was uh, subpoenaed, supposed to uh, appear in front of uh, a, for a deposition yesterday mm-hmm. uh, in uh, the House, and instead of uh, appearing for the deposition, reiterated that he is not going to uh, honor their uh, invitation it's not an invitation, Hunter. So, it's a subpoena. Speaking to the press was in lieu of that. Yes. Okay. So it uh, said that he would uh, rather do that. Now, we didn't get a chance. We got to watch it. We didn't get a chance to hear it. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a chance, because this happened during our show yesterday, to hear his press conference. There was one piece, because I listened to this after our show yesterday to hear what he had to say. There was one sentence that he made here um, that raised my eyebrows and also, I think, caused... A lot of people um, to question something that he said. I want to see if you pick up on it. But this is Hunter Biden yesterday in his press conference. Good morning. I'm here today to answer at a public hearing any legitimate questions Chairman Comer and the House Oversight Committee may have for me. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions manipulated evidence and lies and I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded for that I'm responsible for that I'm accountable and for that I'm making amends but I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they have belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, 
not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. During my battle with addiction, my parents were there for me. They literally saved my life. They helped me in ways that I will never be able to repay. And of course, they would never expect me to. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement, manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life, so much so that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. They displayed naked photos of me during an oversight hearing. And they have taken the light of my dad's love the light of my dad's love for me and presented it as darkness. They have no shame. These same committee chairmen have engaged in unprecedented political interference in what would have already been a five-year investigation of me. Yet, here I am, Mr. Chairman, taking up your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. And they chose depositions. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that struck me as I was listening to this yesterday, let me state, this is a quote, let me state as, clear as clearly as I can, my father was not financially involved in my business. Didn't say he wasn't involved in his business, he just said financially Involved that caused me to raise eyes a little maybe, bit. Maybe he was just all up in his business because you can be involved in your business and not be financially involved, and it could still be illegal. I did find it interesting that he thought that he needed to state that his dad had nothing to do with him being an artist in his paintings either. Not that anybody I think assumed that. No, I, I, I don't think they did either. I, I was kind of trying to figure out why that would come into it as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll talk more about this. Um, and also, we'll talk a little bit uh, about how the media tried to also... I, I, don't, I don't want to say the media. The New York Times tried to uh, set the narrative on this because of what they said he actually said 
but they deleted one word when they reported the story yesterday and had to change that a few hours later. Uh, we'll talk more about this. If you want to weigh in with your thoughts, please feel free. We'll get to your phone calls coming up here in the next half hour. Also, email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. Time for another Check on Sports, brought to you by Pork Belly and CUNA. They are open breakfast, lunch, seven days a week. Check out theporkbellyidaho.com for their menu. Boise State head football coach Spencer Danielson on Wednesday made his first official coaching hire for the 2024 season. He did so by announcing that offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Bush Hamden will not be leaving. Hamden was also named associate head coach. He signed a two-year contract worth $940,000. Hamden will make $460,000 in 2024 and $480,000 in 2025. Under Hamden, the Bronco offense scored at least 30 points in nine straight games this season, the second longest streak by any team in the country in 2023. The NFL announced Wednesday it will hold a regular season game for the first time in Sao Paulo, Brazil next season. The league says 38 million fans of American football makes Brazil an important market. In past years, the league has held regular season games in the United Kingdom and Germany. Tonight in the NFL, the team that originated in Los Angeles, then moved to San Diego, then moved back to Los Angeles, the Chargers, will play the team that started out in Oakland, moved to Los Angeles, moved back to Oakland, then moved to Las Vegas, the Raiders. The game will be televised on Amazon Prime. There are also uh, three Saturday NFL games this week. That's sports. Casper and Chris on KBOI.com. We are News Talk. KBOI. With what uh, the stock market has done uh, in the last month and a half, I probably have so much money I can just retire, right? <laughs> Not so fast, Mike. You still got a couple years on the horizon before you cut the corporate cord, so all the... Uh KBOI listeners can breathe a sigh of relief. I'm not giving you the uh, the nod yet, my friend. <laughs> uh, stock Dow was up over 500 points, highest close in uh, history yesterday. Um, and all this was because in his statements after announcing that he wasn't going to be raising interest rates, Jerome Powell smiled a little. Yeah, no, this is what the market was hoping to see all year. And we got a couple of dynamics going on here because you had the basically the commentary, the presser from Jerome Powell, and he did allude to the fact that, and it's reasonable. It's like he can't be, he can't show a level of certainty on on many items. Like, you know, could we see a recession next year? Could we see certain things happen? I mean, he he has to acknowledge that there's always the case that there's a probability of that of those things happening. But where the focus was. It's the forecast, which which is known as the dot plot. So you have all the central bank members essentially graphed out or draw out where they where they see rates going and where they think that um, things should go in in the future. And basically, the consensus is that most Fed officials are pencil, penciling in a three quarters of one percent reduction in interest rate next year. So essentially, that suggests that we're going to see three rate cuts of a quarter of a percent coming in the year ahead. And the market certainly had a positive reaction to that because, again, if you look at the overall data, and unemployment still looks strong. We still have a very strong labor picture. We still have a GDP that, as far as this year, is beating expectations, although they're anticipating a moderation in economic output next year. I don't think that's going to be a surprise to anyone's, anyone's forecast to anybody. 
Um, so this idea of a soft landing, it looks like it's coming to fruition. And they also forecast that by the end of next year, headline or inflation will reach about 2.4%, So pretty dang close to their 2% target. So you factor all these in, and that is going to bode well for the markets. Now, could we have some unforeseen circumstances? Of course. I think the biggest risk is the risk that nobody sees coming. Those are always on the those are always there and, and lurking in the dark as an investor. So you just got to be prepared for those. But right now, I mean, this is what the market wanted. This is what the fixed income market wanted. They wanted a more dovish tone from the Federal Reserve, alluding to the fact that they will bring interest rates down because they don't need to stay as aggressive. That's what they got. And now you fast forward to this morning where we got a retail sales report for the month of November showing that uh, November sales went soared past uh, estimates. Retail sales rose at a rate of 0.3% and expectations were it was to drop about 0.2%. More good news? (laughs) (laughs) Lots of good news. So now it's like, Oh, is there too much good news? Are we just waiting for like a, a left hook to come out of nowhere and just punch us right across the jaw? But overall, if we're looking at the data, we're looking at the comments by the Federal Reserve. This is a great way to the end of the year. We're going to see we're seeing a strong rally ending, ending in December. And as long as you stayed invested, you're probably pretty happy right now that you didn't have a knee jerk reaction to what the market did this year. Dow up uh, right now in uh, futures trading about 140 points. Uh, NASDAQ up 55. S&P up 30. Uh, we'll keep an eye on things for the last two days. Um, no matter where, for instance, the Dow started, uh, it took a huge jump as soon as it opened. So we'll see if uh, we see the same thing today. Uh, but with all that good news, a very good possibility we could have uh, another good day on uh, Wall Street. We'll uh, keep your updates going throughout the day and then talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. 734, getting closer and uh, closer. Football action this coming Saturday. One of the, what did we say, nine? You said nine games being played on Saturday, college I think games? I said eight. Eight? I'm not in, even entirely sure if that's correct. One of the uh, eight games uh, being played, going to be playing um, it pretty much across into prime time. Boise State Broncos are in the L.A. Bowl. By the way, uh, it is hosted by Gronk. They wrap up their season in the L.A. Bowl. Richie Brockle, Jay Bates start at 12, uh, 12.30 p.m. with uh, the pregame. Then Bob Beeler, Pete Cavater come on at 4.30, getting you ready for the kickoff at 5.30. You can hear all the action across all of our network, no matter where you listen to KBOI AM at 670, 93.1 FM, iHeart app, Google. Mm-hmm. I, it, wherever you listen to KBOI, you'll be able to uh, hear the game. I'm I'm really excited. Um, I would like. I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, start by freshman their freshman quarterback who was announced as their starter this week. Um, when he was announced, I went and looked at some of his recruiting videos. Um, he's a four year high school starter, so he started as a freshman in really? his high school. So it's like not that a, he's not so inexperienced. Like as a fourteen or fifteen year old. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he has, and he's got a strong arm and a very quick release. Now, with that being said, said he is still receiving his first start at the college level against against a power five UCLA and a very good defensive team. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how Coach Danielson handles that. I mean, he 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 has the ability. 
to hand off to two really good running backs. So I'm really looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to see how um, Boise State is able to play. I really think, and Bob Beeler talked about this, that when it comes down to bowl games, he's of the thoughts that it comes down to who wants to be there Mm. actually playing in the game. And so I really do think Boise the, State really wants to win this game. Throw away the season stats, though, because it's yeah, a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, so um, I think Boise State's going to win this game, and, and I know that UCLA is a two-point favorite, but I think they're going to win by more than uh, more than six points. That's my prediction right now. I hope you're right. I, I hope I'm right, too. I hope, I hope it's an exciting game. Anyway, once again, you'll be able to hear all that action. And don't forget, Monday morning, because this is a Boise State football game. You know what we got Monday morning? More free food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we have the play of the game coming up Monday morning. So make sure you listen to post game. Prater and the ball game, they'll tell you which the play of the game was. And then Monday morning, we'll have some free food at about 8.55 during Bronco Monday that we'll be giving away if you're able to answer what the play of the game was. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 743, uh, some emails that are coming in this morning. Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com. No name on this, says poor Hunter Biden, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. The MAGA boogeyman is out to get me. Hate to tell you, but those photos of you naked smoking crack came from your laptop. Yeah, man, and face the music. It's all political wordsmithing. His dad can say he didn't get any money from Hunter because there was a shell company in between that money that it was laundered through. So elementary. I I did find it uh, interesting that uh, Hunter did claim it's like they, they stole my documents. No, you left the documents for over a year. You got told to come pick it up, and then it became the property of the place that you yeah. left your laptop it wasn't it wasn't stolen by law now you can claim that it was stolen um another uh, another text message uh, says hunter biden was a heavy drug user president biden has dementia memory loss or both regarding any memories of financial direction in the depths of their direction what could they possibly remember fred uh, writes in and uh, this is about the uh, the bomb threats. He says, if this is a known hoax, it makes not a lot of sense for media to give it extensive coverage. Maintaining that a fake bomb threat occurred should be enough to alleviate parents' concerns. But extensive live coverage of a non-event just seems to generate copycats and create unnecessary worry. Sort of like rushing out to cover graffiti. The perpetrators love it. The rest of us, not so much. Becomes a self-perpetuating news story and we seem to have enough of those to last a lifetime. My two cents, Fred. Thank you, Fred. Thanks, Fred. It, you know, to a certain point, it, you may be right. However, if the media ignored this and said, hey, it was just a bomb threat, which, by the way, it wasn't known that it was a bomb threat until hours after everybody was evacuated from the schools. It is something, as a news story, you have to cover. Because if the news story didn't cover this, then... They would be getting slammed. It's like, well, this is kind of big news. Especially Parents, if a bomb went up. Yeah. Um, and you don't, and that's the problem because we know now that it's a bomb hoax after the investigation and a search. We, we didn't know that when the threat came in. They knew it was a bomb threat, though. Yeah, but, okay. I, but not a, ho- a bomb threat right, hoax. Right. Um, you know, when the bomb threat, you have to investigate that. That is big news. Um, you know, parents, I guarantee, were freaking out yesterday when they got that notification 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Take more of your phone calls, emails. Phone lines are open if you want to get through right now. It's time for a final check on what's going on with sports. One more time this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, the place to go. Don't forget, uh, you got neat eats and hip drips. Don't forget, and I gave you the wrong uh Email address or uh, website address uh, last hour, porkbellyidaho.com. Thank wow. you. Somebody pointed out, said they tried to search out the uh, website and it said it didn't work. Uh, porkbellyidaho.com, not just porkbelly.com. You never want to get driving directions to the wrong state. No. So, uh, once again, apologize, but that's the, menu, uh, that's the uh, website if you want to check out the menu. Boise State junior volleyball player Paige Barch has been honored by the American Volleyball Coaches Association as an honorable mention All-American. Barch is the fourth Bronco all-time to receive honorable mention recognition, joining Liz Harden and Sarah Baugh, who each earned the accolade once, and Sierra Nobly, who was All-America honorable mention three times. Previously, Barch was named the Mountain West Co-Player of the Year and named to the All-Mountain West Volleyball Team. You know, if we gave $5 to Barch every time you mentioned her name on mm-hmm. sports this year, um, she probably wouldn't need a scholarship oh, that she, because she, she has been so good. She'd have her share of the NIL, yeah. yeah. In the uh, NBA Wednesday, Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 64 points to lead the Milwaukee Bucks over the Pacers, 140-126. to He then got into a skirmish with members of the Indiana organization because after scoring 64 points, Giannis wanted to keep the game ball. Uh, Somebody from the Pacers had grabbed it for Indiana rookie forward Oscar Shibway, who had scored his first career NBA basket during the game. Who deserves it in that instance? I mean, I... How do you how do you argue with the, a person that scored their well, first two points in the NBA ever, or somebody who has scored sixty yeah, four point, I, which is a, a franchise record? Yeah, I, I, that's that's a difficult. Who gets it? In, because you can see both sides of this, right? When you yeah. when I first heard it that Indiana was keeping it, but then I go, well, okay. If you if you, if you based it on uh, who needs it more, I'd give it to the guy who just got his first basket. Here's my here's my other question. Uh, I know they do it in baseball, but in basketball, don't they use more than one? Basketball during the game? No, it's they yeah. always just you, use the same game. The same game. Sometimes ball. they use a different one in the first and second half, but they basically hand it to one of the team captains and say, "Bounce it and tell us what you think." And they say, "Okay, this will do," and that's all there is to it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that that's a hard one. I don't. I don't know who deserved it more. KBY News Time seven forty eight. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. This is the best meteor shower of the year, apparently. What's really cool about the Gemini is that while a lot of meteors will, will glow white, these glow green, which is cool. So tonight, depending on uh, what type of cloud cover we have, we have already heard that we have an inversion going on mm-hmm. uh, here in the valley. Uh, Geminid meteor showers can be seen tonight. They're supposed to peak tonight starting between 9 to 10 p.m. through early tomorrow morning. What's that song? Round inversion, mm-hmm. mother and child. Uh, under perfect conditions during its peak, you'll be able to see about 120 uh, meteors wow. uh, per hour. So All Derek, green? Yeah. Uh, Derek, so tonight... Uh, about nine o'clock, you and your wife, you go sit in your hot tub and you, uh, you know, maybe grab a glass of wine, stare up uh, into the heavens for about six, seven hours, and you should be able to see a few. Yeah, and I'll come right meetings. to work right after that. <laughs> <laughs> that, like I said, 
once again, if um, we don't have any cloud well, cover. We've already established you don't mind hanging out for several hours in one place. And, you know. <laughs> That's right. I like lines. All right, here we go. Um, the, and the other thing is, uh, also, if it, even if the inversion is here and you want to get above that to see it, um, we're very close. You can head up to Bogus Base and get away from the lights of the city that will also um, allow you to uh, be able to air, very easily see these if, if you're into that type of thing. Um, have a uh, story, real quick story. It's been a while since we've done uh, knuckleheads in the news story for you this morning. Um, but this one definitely um, is a knucklehead. Two men in Colorado argued uh, in court recently. They were there. They were arrested for um, theft. And they were in court. It was a felony because it was over $2,000. And they were arguing that they should not be charged with a felony. Um, in Colorado, theft of above $2,000, automatic felony. Yeah. And they said it shouldn't be a felony because the items were on sale. <laughs> and not only that, but they also had coupons to bring the price down below $2,000. Take Which they did not actually use. Uh, no, no. And not having been used, they do not apply apply in this case, I would guess. Uh, Here here they are trying to uh, convince the the jury. Take a listen. Defense argued and tried to convince a jury that these two defendants should not be convicted of felony theft, but rather a misdemeanor charge. We argued that it didn't really matter if the items were on sale or were discounted. (laughs) Those discounts and sales prices should apply to paying customers only, not thieves. Hey, uh, give them for credit for trying, right? Yeah, there we go. Uh, the law should specify it. Yeah. Is, is that $2,000 wholesale <laughs> or retail? Um, and then the worst part of it, uh, the two guys tried to pay, pay the fine using Kohl's cash. So, I mean, they just they didn't learn their lesson. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 807. 807- 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Those are phone numbers. If you want to get through, email us, chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com. And our text line number, same as our main number. You can get through on that, but right now we're going to be using our text line uh, mostly to try and give away another pair of tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Not coming up this Saturday. It'll be next Saturday, the 23rd, Albertson Stadium. We have free tickets for you. And go to the game. You can go uh, enjoy French fries. Over two tons of free French fi- fries will be fried up by Orida and handed out mm-hmm. to anybody who wants them. Well, if anybody should know how to make fries, it should be them. Yeah. Um, by the way, that's free. That doesn't come with your ticket. Anybody who shows up for the uh, pregame will uh, be able to take advantage of that. Big party before. Um, that's a part of the festivities that will go on for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. But if you want to text us right now, um, today, we're, it, it's kind of going to be open to you. All right, and then we'll pick somebody at, at random from everybody who tells us what is your favorite potato. Is it baked, French fries, mashed, Mister Scallop? Yeah, Mister Potato Head, it, Ice Cream Potato, Darth Tater, the famous Ice Cream Potato, Russet, Russet. We whatever your favorite potato is, text us what it is. No, uh, I don't know if taters. Taters is not the word. That was that was a word we gave you earlier this week. This is a new contest. All you have to do, very simple. What's your favorite tater? 
I, I got to say, mine's always going to be French fries. Followed closely by really good can, scallop potatoes. Can you have like a 12-way tie for first? Because I kind of <laughs> feel like I do. Uh, see, where I, here we go. Scalloped, mashed, uh, russet. <laughs> there you go. Whatever your favorite type of potato is, an ice cream potato would count. You know, that you get at the Western Idaho Fair. If you yeah. want to, if you want to put that, if that's your favorite potato, go ahead, put that in. And then out of everybody who, uh, texts us their favorite potato coming up before 10 o'clock, just before 10 o'clock this morning, we'll pick one winner and they will get another pair of free tickets. We've got free tickets to give away today, tomorrow, all sweet. next week. Could be sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Sweet potatoes. If that's your favorite potato, feel free. Um, still on the way for you this morning, the, uh, th- something we haven't talked about yet. The House formally Couch. approved uh, Biden's impeachment inquiry yesterday. We'll talk more about that. Congressman Russ Fulcher was on with Nate Shellman yesterday. We'll hear his thoughts on the uh, impeachment inquiry. He weighed in. We'll also hear uh, from James Comer uh, and Jim Jordan uh, about the uh, inquiry, what it means, what it is, what it isn't. Um, and also, they will also comment on Hunter Biden deciding to ignore the subpoena to appear in a deposition yesterday. We'll get to that here in just a bit. I wanted to get to some of the emails that have come in. Uh, we talked yesterday uh, about In-N-Out Burger again. And, and once again, in case uh-huh. you have not heard, if you want to know how popular In-N-Out was in Idaho, and a lot of people thought that the reason we didn't get an In-N-Out yet was because Idaho didn't deserve one, that people wouldn't go there. Um, the in and out that opened up in Idaho, Meridian. in Meridian yesterday, set an all-time record. Now, keep in mind, day, that was the 400th store. Okay, day, day before, before yeah. Right. Day before. That's the 400th store they've opened. They mm-hmm. set an all-time record for hamburger sales at over 9,700 hamburgers. Wow. So, apparently, there was some pent-up demand here in Idaho for in and out burgers. Four of them were mine. Yeah, four of them were yours. There was was pent up something. Billy in uh, Fruitland writes in, uh, morning, Mr. Hooky Player. He's talking to you, Chris. Mm -hmm. How were the In-N-Out hamburgers yesterday? Good, I hope. Don't have a clue. (laughs) Yeah, glad you're back. That's Billy. Yeah. We were were um, joking. He he did not. I was sore. That was pretty much it, really. (laughs) When we were talking uh, uh, about you, uh, and and you're back. Mm-hmm. The reason this all started is because we it's got all, an email. It's saying, all behind me now. You know? <laughs> saying that he um, did what Nate Shellman did, taking Monday off, and the only back problem that he has is that he's in the back of the line at In and Out Burger. Ch- so yeah. We went we went without for the rest of the morning. That's but, uh, yeah. You didn't you didn't get a chance yet. Extremely clever, but not right. <laughs> uh, Kenny uh, writes in. Good morning. Uh, y'all, I'm with you. I would never wait more than about 15 minutes for food. I'm way too impatient. <laughs> the longest I've ever waited was 20 minutes for Church's Chicken in Biloxi, Mississippi. I've never eaten at a Church's Chicken, but I hear it's good. I've never been to Biloxi, Mississippi. I've never been to Biloxi either. Um, some of the uh, comments we got yesterday talking about the Climate Change Summit being held in... Uh, Saudi Arabia, and as they ended up yesterday for the first time ever, uh, they made an agreement between the 200 countries to get rid of fossil fuels. Still haven't heard specifically how they're going to do that, um, especially when you consider out of those 200 countries, the two biggest countries that use fossil fuels and pollute, and the two biggest countries that cause the most CO2 to go into the air are 
China, and India, and they aren't a part of that agreement. But as we all know, and as I mentioned yesterday, when, when you pollute and cause CO2 to go into the air, you know that there's a line that goes up at your border that stops all that from leaving and, and going through the rest of the world. A lot of people uh, you know, who don't study, I don't know, geography and weather and things like that don't even know about that. Part of the uh, deal, too, that they talked about in getting rid of uh, fossil fuels also was um, getting rid of cattle, meat, and turning to things like man-made meat in the in the laboratories. Rico writes in uh, meat made in the lab would at least shorten the line at In and Out. <laughs> um, yeah, it would probably really shorten it. Uh, another email: uh, French people saying that people should only fly four times in a lifetime is absurd. This was um, a uh, French survey mm-hmm. and. Part of that survey said that they think as a way to fight climate change that everybody in the world should only be allowed to fly four times in their lifetime. Not four times in a year, four times in their lifetime, whether it's for business, vacations, whatever, you get four times and once you use it, then you can never fly again. Um, He goes on to say that that's why they needed to be saved during the Great War because of how weak-minded they are as an American. Now I want to fly even more. I, I will say, though, I never thought of that because it's, you know, stupid. <laughs> exactly. Um, but they had a majority of people in the survey that said that would be a great way to combat climate change, making sure that nobody ever yeah. flew more than four. First of all, we'd never be able to have another climate summit. Right. None of them, because they've all flown four times. Everybody, be sure to stay real close to where you were born and inbreed, if possible. <laughs> KVOI News Time, 814. Coming up next, $50 gift certificate to La Peep. Could be yours. We've only got today and tomorrow for you to win. So if you want to win our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, stay tuned. It's coming up right after Bronco Sports today. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, people are making me hungry this morning. Plus, I didn't realize there were so many different ways to make potatoes. All right, so uh, once again... All you have to do is text your favorite potato. What it could be your favorite just, type of potato? Just, just write the name of it. Don't text the actual potato. You can uh, text the way you like it made, uh-huh. Mister Potato. Mister Potato. That's a potato. If that's your favorite potato, that's all we're looking for. What's your favorite potato? Out of everybody who texts in, I'm going to steal some of the recipes that are coming in, um, and then we'll choose one at random, and they'll get some free. Tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on the 23rd. couch potato yet? Couch potato has not come in yet. Okay. Olive oil rubbed baked red potatoes. Never had that before, but that sounds good. Um, Go ahead and get those in. You have up until just before 10 o'clock. Right now, um, this is a phone-in contest, 208-336-3700. We've got a $50 gift certificate to La Peep on Eagle Road in Meridian. If you can answer our damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Silverhawk Realty interest rates have uh, fallen almost a point over the uh, last month and a half, is it time for you to buy? They can help you answer that question. Not just answer the question, but also help you through the process. And all you have to do is call right now at 208-888-4128. All right, our question today. Uh, these two famous men worked together as defense attorneys in America's first murder trial. Four years later, however, in a disagreement, one of these men would be murdered 
by the other and was charged for it. Our question, who were these two famous attorneys? If you know, call 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, as usual, brought to you by our friends at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network. Just call 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. We've got Robert, who's going to get first crack at our question today. Uh, Robert, these two famous men worked together as defense attorneys in America's very first murder trial. Four years later, however, one of them would be dead, murdered by the other. Who were these two famous attorneys? They were Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. That is 100% correct, yes! Two political enemies met on the dueling grounds at Weehawken, New Jersey on the morning of July 11th. Each fired a shot from a 56 caliber dueling pistol. Burr um, was unscathed because Hamilton was apparently a horrible shot. Hamilton fell to the ground mortally wounded. He died the next day. Burr was charged with two counts of murder after his term as vice president ended he would never hold elective office again, and his next plot to gain power would end with charges of treason. Surprisingly, um, if this had happened today, um, this would probably in- improve his chances of getting elected president. Well, you never know. <laughs> Congratulations, Robert. You've got a $50 gift certificate uh, to La Peep in Meridian to enjoy some breakfast or lunch. They're open every day, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Don't worry if you didn't get in today. We have one more day. Tomorrow morning, we'll give you a chance to get your $50 gift certificate to La Peep. Don't forget, we've got another contest going on right now. If you want tickets to get to enjoy the famous Idaho Potato Bowl coming up here on the 23rd, right now it's a text contest. It's going to be going on for the next hour and a half, one and a half hours, 90 minutes more. Text whatever is your favorite potato, all right? There's no right or wrong answer here, but what is your favorite potato? And yeah, it could be Mr. Potato Head if that Mm -hmm. is your favorite potato. Couch potatoes, Chris my, brought up. My grandma used to make something called new potatoes and peas, and I oh, always sounds good. I always thought it was such a great idea to use new potatoes as opposed. To, you know, <laughs> See, now that's a, that's a potato dish that I think sounds fantastic, but yeah. my wife would hate because he, she hates peas. Uh, so I can never have peas in her house because she hates them so much. The, the kind you eat, yeah, right. Um, once again, you'll have until just before ten o'clock, two o eight. 336-3700. All you have to do is text what you feel is your is is the best potato. What's your favorite? Go ahead and text to win. Get 670-KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670-KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670-KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Hunter Biden now faces federal tax and gun charges after a plea deal reached with prosecutors fell apart over the summer. He's pleaded not guilty on the weapons charge, and his attorneys say he's paid back the money he owed in taxes. Still, he has been under scrutiny by Republicans for his work with companies in Ukraine and China. So far, there's no evidence of the president's involvement. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can also email us, chris at kboy.com, mike at kboy.com, and you can also text us if you would like. However, uh, there's a text contest going on 
at the same time right now. Not that you're going to get a busy signal or anything like that, uh, but also remember if you want to uh, get your tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, we're taking those texts right now if you would like to text your famous what 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 do you have as as your favorite potato? Potato, yeah. That that's it. Just your favorite potato. Um it could be anything. There's no wrong answer on this. So if you do um want to get those tickets, here's your chance to go ahead and try to win them right now. You're going to have up until about 10 o'clock to be able to uh get those in. Um in talking uh yesterday, we had this is one of the uh, breaking news stories that came out yesterday. We played a little bit earlier, Hunter Biden, instead of appearing in front of the uh, deposition in the House and for a deposition, because he said he would only do that if it was going to be a public deposition. Um, James Comer, who was in charge of the hearings, has already said that there is no way that a deposition is going to be uh, live because depositions just aren't live. Now, he's not on that list of people who are allowed to ignore those, right? What's that? Hunter Biden uh, when, not on the list when, when, when you're summoned. Yeah. To, uh... Well, he he keeps calling it uh, an invitation. So I don't know if his lawyers have pointed out to him that the difference between an invitation and a subpoena. I think you can be summoned by an invitation. You can be invited by a subpoena. Um, I don't necessarily think that you can turn down a subpoena in the same way you could an invitation. Yeah. And here's here's the thing too. You know when it when it comes to getting invited in front of con- Congress to a hearing, there are a lot of people that do get that invi- invitation and say, "Hey, <laughs> would you please come down? We'd like to ask you some questions." Mm-hmm. And you can make the decision. It's like, yeah, I'll I'll go down there. For instance, the. Three presidents of the uh, universities, Penn, MIT, and Harvard, they were not subpoenaed for their hearing in front of Congress. They were just requested? They, yeah, they were requested to come down and and explain why calling for the genocide of uh, Jews, mass genocide of Jews, was, was not being against code. They weren't subpoenaed. They agreed to come down there. When you when you are asked to come to Congress, you don't have to come down. Yeah, makes you wonder if they'd do it again that way. Yeah, I wonder now, too. Um, you, you don't have to come to Congress for that hearing. Now, if you are subpoenaed or if you're a member of the federal government and you're told you need to come down here, then that's why you see a lot of you know government officials that are there because that's a part of their job. They report to Congress. Um, this is a... a position where hunter biden is a private person he doesn't have to report to congress if he doesn't Mm. want to okay unless of course it's a subpoena subpoenas are different house republicans yesterday after this happened uh reacted to hunter biden blowing off the subpoena um, this is uh, Jim Jordan. You're going to hear here in this audio, you're going to hear Jim Jordan and uh, James Comer just moments after Hunter Biden said that he was not going to show up because um, it wasn't going to be a uh, public deposition. Take a listen. All right. Well, I'll say what I said uh, just a moment ago. Chairman Jordan and I have been very clear. We issued a lawful subpoena to the president's son. Uh, This has been a 10-month investigation, a credible, transparent investigation that has produced a lot of troubling evidence. We have lots of questions. Hopefully you all have 
had an opportunity to go in the committee room and see the boxes of documents that we've accumulated, tens of thousands of pages of documents. Uh, we have lots of specific questions. This is an investigation about public corruption at the highest levels of our government. The American people expect Congress to investigate this because I think one thing that Chairman Jordan's proven is uh, the FBI, the DOJ, and the IRS, as we've heard from the whistleblowers, have all dropped the ball. So the House Oversight and House Judiciary Committee are conducting this credible investigation that an overwhelming majority of Americans want. We have specific questions for the President's son. He does not get to dictate the terms of this subpoena. So with that, I'll turn over to Chairman Jordan. I would just point out that I've had a chance now to review what Hunter Biden said in his, his press conference. And I think he made an interesting statement. He said his father was not financially involved in the business. And I think that qualifier, the word financially, is, is important because, once again, it shows another change, another change in the story. First, it was no involvement. Then, no, I never, never talked to anyone. And then we find out about the dinners, the meetings, the phone calls, and everything else. Now it's, oh, he wasn't involved in the business financially. I think that is important. Uh, it's one of, the, one of the reasons we want to talk to Hunter Biden. Second thing I would say is this. In a few hours, I think the House of Representatives is going to pass the, the impeachment inquiry. And that is an important step. If you talk to any scholars in this, I think we could proceed as we did under Speaker McCarthy where he announced it. But this is an important step. The impeachment power resides solely with the House of Representatives. If a majority of the House now says we're in an, an official impeachment inquiry as part of our constitutional duty to do oversight, that carries weight. That's going to help us get these witnesses in. And maybe most importantly regarding this morning's activities, this is the argument that the White House and Hunter Biden's counsel used to say he shouldn't come. Okay. We disagree. We thought he should have been here. But when we take that vote this afternoon, what's our argument going to be then? We think he should come in. And so, and if he doesn't, we're going to, we're going to move forward with uh, contempt proceedings. There's a process we have to follow, but we plan to do that. Can Hunter Biden come in today and answer three, four hours of questions? Do you think some Republicans would have backed off on the inquiry tonight, possibly, or are you guys hell-bent going forward no matter what? Uh, no, they're not going to hold back because we've requested thousands of emails that they still will not turn over. Uh, we've requested transcribed interviews with certain White House staff that they've <clears throat> instructed not to come. So the White House continues to obstruct, and I think you're going to see a clear message from the House today uh, for the White House to cooperate with this investigation. So the uh, official vote did happen yesterday, as expected, right down party lines, 221 to 212, to officially, formally uh, approve the impeachment inquiry. It, it is interesting, almost funny, that you you hear claims, oh, this is all political. This is a, a sham. Well, of course it's political. Everything that happens in Congress is political. This is all a sham. There's no evidence of uh, wrongdoing. We're wasting time uh, from the business that we should be doing. The, the funny part that I find is you can take everything that is being said by the Democrats right now and go back four years and replace the D with an R when Trump was being impeached. Everything exactly the same is being said, only instead of a D in the name, that's an R in the name, and instead of Trump being investigated, it's Biden being investigated. So that makes them equal? It makes them just as stupid to make that argument that we shouldn't be doing this. All right. Just because... You're a Democrat just because you're a Republican. 
um, doesn't mean that there's not there there. And I said this four years ago. If there's something there, investigate. We, America wants to know. I said this in the, with, with Trump. If there's something there and he deserves to be impeached and removed from office and the evidence is there to support it, do it. We as Americans deserve that. And I'm going to say the same thing about this investigation. It needs to be investigated because there are a lot of weird things that have gone on. There are a lot of questions that should be answered. And we should know about this. We should know about it before the next election. And with that being said, I will say, (laughs) and I don't know if anybody's going to agree with me, this is just my opinion. If Joe Biden was not running for election, re-election in 2024, I don't think you see the same push that you're seeing for this impeachment inquiry going on right now, the investigation. I I don't. But I will it's say true. the in same Washington, thing. It, in Washington, if you give people the opportunity to ignore you, they quite often do. I will say the same thing about all the charges and investigations going on with Donald Trump. I truly believe if Donald Trump was also not running for re-election, that you wouldn't see the 91 different charges that he has going on and the court cases that he has going on right now. That's just my opinion. Have they been told this? Because if both of them would drop out right now, that would probably solve everything, wouldn't it? Probably. It, I, no, it probably wouldn't. It's probably too far down the road now, You're, because then you got a lot of wasted money. You're so going, Wait, you just, wasted all this money? And, so it would just create brand new problems. <laughs> all he had to do was drop out. <laughs> 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Your thoughts, if you want to weigh in, phone lines are open. Email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Congressman Russ Fulcher, uh, also on with Nate Shellman yesterday. He gives his thoughts. We'll get to that coming up here for you in just a little bit, too. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Republicans move to open an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden with a House debate and vote on Wednesday. Here's Republican Tom Cole of Oklahoma. With today's resolution, we're ensuring that the House will be able to complete its inquiry. We will secure the evidence we need and uncover the facts we need to make the full and fair determination. Republicans have investigated the president and his son Hunter over still unproven claims that the president improperly benefited from his family members' business ventures overseas. Well, of course they're unproven. If they were proven, they'd be going to prison. That is not what this is. This is, this is not a court of law. This is not even an impeachment. All this is is an inquiry. That's it. They're investigating because there's been evidence. And I find it interesting that, that some news organizations saying there's no evidence. We've got a lot of evidence. Now, there's no evidence of direct payments going to Joe Biden as of yet that, uh, that I've heard of. And I think if there would be any, we so probably have seen that. In order to say we've got a lot of evidence, you just have to have a lot of papers. No. And they might not actually show anything, but they're all evidence because they well, did, I'll give they you, do. Well, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. Um, there are thousands and thousands of emails between Joe Biden and his son where he used fake names and fake email addresses while he was the vice president of the United States. Now, that in itself is not a crime. I've used fake emails myself, but I've done it so that... When I sign up to win a contest or that I buy something, I use a fake email so that I don't get slammed by people trying to scam me or try to sell me more stuff. 
as the vice president of the United States, I don't think you're going to get scammed by your son. So the question needs to be, why are these thousands of emails with fake email names and fake email addresses while you're vice president? Why are you having to use a fake email to talk to your son? Like I said, not not a definition of anything that is wrongdoing. It's not against the law to do that. But why were you doing that? What were you trying to hide? Obviously, it wasn't something you're trying to hide from your son. Because he knows who you are. He knows you're the vice president. That's an example of, of some of the questions that need to be answered. And like I said, there may be nothing illegal. He may have done nothing improper. But let's know that. And I, I don't understand either um, saying, hey, this is all political. We need to quit this. And there's nothing here there. Well, there's nothing here. You would, you should welcome an investigation because it'll very mm. quickly be over and say, hey, you know, look, I told you there was nothing there. We just proved there was nothing there. I don't know, though, because that's like saying that you should welcome being arrested if you're not guilty because you can prove you're not. No, it's kind of still a big well, pain in the rear. But just because you're arrested, you're not guilty. You're innocent until proven guilty. In this country. I, I know that. Right. So you can't say that because you are but, innocent by law. But being innocent, I would just as soon be left alone completely. Well, so, so would I. But unfortunately, you, he's done quite a few things that apparently need to be answered. 208-336-3700.